Bez Hashem, Lillian Brachas, Chavbez Amit Beis, really Chavbez Amit Gimel, we're going to start Chavbez Amit Beis on the bottom by the Mishnah. I made betfilo. Person is in the middle of davening. Veniska Shubal Keri, and he reminds himself he's a Balkari. So we're discussing the halachas of Balkari. We continue with this topic here. Person in the middle of davening Shmona Esra, and he reminds himself he's a Balkari. Lo Yasik, he should not stop. Elo Yikatz, he should not stop davening. Rather, he should daven a shorter davening. Rashi says, Lo Yasik Tfilos Legamri, Elo Yikatz, Kol Bracha, Bracha. Let me call a brachas bekoitzer. He should say the brachas in a shorter version. Now, Eli Katzer, and then Yeireid Vilitbol, he should go down in Toivo. In Yochelalois, Lis Kasois, if he's able to go down and cover himself up, Likrois, Achlo, before it's Nezachamo, so he's in the mikvah. If he's able to come up from the mikvah, and cover himself up before Nitzchama. Yalav Yiskasav Yikra. He should get up, cover himself, and recite Shema. Vim Lav. He was not able to do all that. Yiskasav Mayim. He should cover himself in the water, which means basically you take your arms and you put your arms around your chest, and then you don't look down, and then you say Shema. Obviously, your head has to be covered as well. Okay. Um, so he says, Yalav Yiskas Vikra, Milav Yiskas Mayim Vikra, Vulo Yiskas, Ulav Mayim Haroim, don't cover yourself in, in, uh, dirty waters, Ulav Mea Mishra, and not in waters that is flax was soaked into it, because all of these things have smelly waters, and you should not be making a bracha in the presence of the smelly water. Ajiyid, Shiyatil, Soychan Mayim, until you put water in them. Now what he's referring to, uh, it's really a new thing, which is talking about when persons may if a person urinated, they used to have a chamber pot. If you go to the places here in Pennsylvania and Philadelphia and the old old uh, houses of the 1700s or whatever it is, you'll see they had by each bed in the museum, you'll see a little pot near the bed. And that's what he's talking about. Don't make a bracha in front of the Mayrag Lime until you first put water inside of it. Now we'll discuss how much water is mevatel, the meraglayim. Meraglayim means the water from the legs, which is another way of saying urine. How far, how much do you have to distance yourself from the meraglayim and from the tzoya? Dalet amis, a distance of four amis. So to review the Mishnah, we had a discussion that a person was a Balkari and he didn't realize until he started Dabish from the Esrei. He can mekatzer, he doesn't have to stop. He just has a shorter version. Then he goes to the mikvah. The person gets up and he realizes that it's now time for Shema. If he's able to cover himself and say it by Nitzachama, he should do so. If not, he should uh, get dressed and he'll recite it. And and um, if he's not able to get up and you know miss that time, he'll say it in the mikvah itself, covering himself with his arms. Then we discussed, uh, the person should not recite, uh, any bracha in the front of the, the dirty, smelly water. And then we mentioned also that he should distance himself from, um, the, the Merak Lime with the Tsoya Dalaramas. It says the Gemara, Tonarabanon, Hayoi Midbitfilo, Princess of Middle of Davin, Balkari, and he reminded himself he's a Balkari, Loyasik, he should not stop, Eloyikatsa. Rather, he should have a shorter version of the Davni. What if a person gets an aliyah? What should he do? And he reminds himself he's about carry. Now, let's pause for a second 
And we're not talking halacha l'mayisim as manazeh because we already discussed this yesterday and the day before that as manazeh we do not are not makbed on this, and we also say we pass in like Yehudim Maseiro that Torah is not mitame, Torah is keish, it's keish, and therefore uh, this is not a concern. But Bizman in the Mishnah and Gemara, that's what we're talking about. So. Person was called from the Leah, and he remembered his Balkari, he does not stop, he continues his Aliyah. But, what should he do? So, the first thing the Gemara says, he should be Megamgim. Megamgim Rashi tells us he should read quickly. Read it quickly, like to get the job done. Right? Which, once again, this was the Machlaikis on Chaf Aleph. That a bal carries. How should he behave if he is if he's tummy? Yeah, yeah. Well, that was the minic. That was the minic. That that's correct. That was the minic. That they would read the the the, the oila would get the one who gets the aliyah would also read correct. Now, but the remeir says the bal is not permitted to recite more than three psukim. One three psukim. Okay? Because we know the minimum of, of a liyah has to be three psukim. Now, that being the case, he, he got his aliyah, as, as Rabbi Yisrael is saying over here, that he's reading it himself, but now he reminded himself, oh, I'm a Balkari. So what should he do? After the third psukim, stop his aliyah. Okay. Tan yidoch, Person is in the middle of davening, and he sees soya excrement in front of him. Mahalak the fundamachi is a kennel achro daladamas. He should walk away from it. Daladamas. I vatani let's start him. I we learned he should make sure that it's on the side of him, not in, not behind him. Like kasha, hodeasha, hodeleafsha. If it's possible that the soya could be placed behind him, then that's lachatchila. He should be, he should make sure the excrement is behind him. If it's a situation where it's not possible, then just as long as he's four amos away on the side, then then he, that's permissible now afterwards from to say kriyashma or any tefillah when it's already um, four amos away from. Now everything we're saying until now with the tzoya that he's dalad amos away is of course when there's no reach, there's no odor, because if the odor is coming to you past the dalad amos, it still can't say anything. You have to go away from that odor as well. Furthermore, if he's davening, he finds tsoya excrement in the place where he's davening. Rabbi says, Rabbi says, listen, he did something wrong. He he did an avera. He davened, he davened, and it's and and, and the tsoya was there. And in fact, we're going to see in the Gemara and this passing like people people always looking for the the potion of life. How do you live longer? So. The Pasuk says, Your camp should be clean. One of the Arichus Yomim ingredients, the ways to live long, you should put together a Sefer. That, that should be a good title, right? The, all the schoolers of what Chazal tell us of how to live long. Learn Taira, get stuck, uh, go Davin, you know, that being the beginning, right? <laughs> okay. But we have a few ready so far in Brachas alone. Here, if you don't say, Divrei Torah in front of Tsoya, 
is brought down, you live long. So here, this person, he was choyte. He davened in a place where there was soya. But the question is, was his davening a davening? That's the shayla. Does he have to daven again or not? So Robert says, no, it's a good davening. However, so Rabbi said it's good. Let's not get confused. Rabbi said it's good. The davening still counts, even though he did something wrong. Rava says, no. I, the Pasuk says, the last three lines here now in the bottom of basement base, that the offering of a Rasha is a toyeva, is an abomination. So how could you say your tefillah is good? You davened in front of tzoy, in front of excrement. Rava says, no, you davened, you davened in front of the excrement? Tefillah is Your tefillah is an abomination. Your tefillah is not count. Halacha ma'isa, what's the psak halacha? So halacha ma'isa is like this. Which we have learned in the Mishmarish year, maybe a year ago, where if a person is davening or saying a Dorish Bikdusha, he comes out of the bathroom, he's, he himself says Ashi and he walks into a, a child's room, and that child's room is the baby room. And the baby room has a changing table, or the baby room doesn't have a changing table, but it's a baby room. And it's very common to have dirty diapers in the baby room. That's, that's, that's where the diapers are changed. Then a person who makes a bracha and then notices afterwards, he, he was a pasheya. He, he was negligent because he should have checked. He should have realized, where am I? I am in the baby changing table room. I am in the room that changed diapers here. So he has to check, check first. Now, if he, if he, if he's in a different room, let's say he's, he's uh, in the living room. Wait, let's say it's not common to change the dirty diapers in the living room. And, and all of a sudden he makes a bracha, then afterwards he looks to his right, there's no odor. He sees Red sitting next to him on the couch, there's a dirty diaper. So in that case, he's not held responsible. So that's what the place can differentiate. If it's a situation where he should have checked, then he's held responsible. If he's not in a situation where he should not have checked, then the bracha is still a good bracha. It counts because what should he have done? He doesn't have to go check every place he goes. Okay, let's go weiter. Tanrobana. Last two lines. So, I made Bitfilo, person is in the middle of davening. And unfortunately, Mayim means the waste fluid, the urine, he has a problem with his bladder, and the urine is pouring out from him. He's in the middle of davening. He has to stop davening while the urine is coming out. Until it stops. And he continues davening. He goes back to davening. Now, the question Gemara asked now is, where does he go back to? So, where does he go back to? One opinion says, you go to back to the beginning of Shemana Esra. You start all over. If you're in Baruch Aleinu, so you pick up from Baruch Aleinu after that scenario happened. Say now, top of that the machlok is over here between Rav Chizda and Rav Hanuna is in the following. If you waited the amount of time it takes to finish the whole davening Shmona Esrei, that's when you go back to the beginning of Shmona Esrei. And the other opinion holds No, you go back to just the place where you stopped. 
even if the the pause was the amount of time it would have taken to finish Hoshman Esrei. For example, let's say a person davens a, a, a five minute Shemana Esrei. So, if your pause was five minutes, so then, according to the first opinion, you have to go back to the beginning. It's absolutely. According to the second opinion, you have to just go back to Baruch Lein, wherever you left off. Okay. This imshah that we said two lines above, it should be It should have been if he didn't pause. That that's that's when the shaila of where does he go back to? Everyone agrees. We're trying to understand what's the machlekes. Everyone agree that if he paused. For his five, ten minutes that it takes the entire Shmona Esrei, goes back to the beginning. That's it. Go back to the beginning of Shmona Esrei. That's the case we're talking about. But the Loisha didn't pause. The Marisavar gathered the Chuyuhu. Vein Roy, Roin Roy, Vein Tfilas at Tfila. In other words, like this. What's the case that, that happened over here? The person started davening, and all of a sudden, he start, his, his bladder lost control, and he starts urinating while he's davening. Now, the first opinion uh, is, is of the opinion that that what that since this happened it means that he was so pressed to have to go to the bathroom. So why did he start davening? He should have started davening. That's when he has to go back to the beginning because he's not supposed to be davening if he has to go to the bathroom. No, the other opinion holds. Gavra Chazihu. No, he's allowed to daven. He's allowed to daven at that point in time. Therefore, it's Therefore, he just goes back to the place where he left off. Right. So we had a question. The person was in the middle of davening, and he starts urinating while davening from the esrei. So we said he should stop and then continue davening. So then we said continue davening from where. Where should you continue diving from? So he said, go, this is now. One man says, go back to the beginning of Shemana Esrei. And one man, Dalmer, says, no, just go back to where you left off. And that's what we were trying to figure out. What is the scenario? What's the case that says whether or not he has to go back to the beginning of Shemana Esrei or he has to go back to just pick up from where he left off? So now we're saying that it's a situation where the person, uh, was, we're understanding that he was so pressed to have to go to the bathroom, so that's why he wasn't even fit to daven at that point in time. So that's why the Mandamr says to go back to the beginning of Shemana The other person says, no, he was fit to daven, and he could, and he can, and he just picks up from where he left off. Ton Rabbanan ha nitzrech first wide line. Ha nitzrech l'nekavov, al yispala. A person needs to go to the bathroom, al yispala, he should not daven. He mispala, and if he does daven, tefilas ha teyeva, it feels an abomination. Amr ha-zver v'yitema rav Yehuda, when did we say, that a person who's nisrich in the cover, he shouldn't daven. If he does, it feels a toyeva, an abomination. That's only talking about a case where he's not able to wait. But if he's able to wait and hold it in, then it feels a tefila. Right? Which is similar to what we said three lines above. That according to the Manda Omar, that if he was able to start a davening, so then it's a good davening. But according to the Mandamah, says that no, if, if you see, look what happened here, is his davening from Esra and his bladder gives so quickly, so then he wasn't fit to daven, so then he shouldn't have started. So the wants to know like this, 
until how much is called in to hold himself back from going to the bathroom. That if he davens, his davening is a good davening. That's the most question now. Ad kama. Om Rav Sheishes ad parsa. Rav Sheishes says a parsa. Seventy-two minutes. Meal is 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 eighteen. A parsa is seventy-two. It's four meal. Okay. So the understanding is is that a person a davening a shachas at least would be around a parsa. Okay. At least in those days. So a person would be able to hold himself a parsa. We're talking about when he's not able to hold himself back. And he needs to go to the bathroom. But if he's able to hold himself back, hold himself back, then Tfilah said Tfilah. Then it's Tfilah said Tfilah. Once again, how much is, could he hold himself back? He can hold himself back for a parasa. Let's go to Tfilah. And that is the Halach Lamaisa. Halach Lamaisa number one. Before a person davens, you should go to the bathroom. Check yourself to make sure you don't have to die. You're going to, to daven to Hashem. So that person knows he doesn't have to check himself because he knows he, he knows he doesn't have to go to the bathroom. So you're fine. But it's appropriate to check yourself. Right. Now, it's a div, it's a chilik because if you did check yourself and then middle of davening, you all of a sudden have the urge to go to the bathroom. So then there's a leniency for that person because he just went to the bathroom. It's not like, oh, he should have gone to the bathroom beforehand. He just did He just went to the bathroom. Okay, but the person who didn't check himself beforehand, and then he has the middle of davening, he has his urge to go, and he can't hold himself back, so then he should stop, stop his davening, continue, and, and then continue and gets back. So, Amr Azvid, Ad Parso, Amr Bishmuel, Bar Nachmini, Amr Yoynusan, Hanitzuch, Lenekov, Avareizeh, Lo Yispalo. One who needs to go to the bathroom, he shouldn't daven. Where do you know this from? Shenemar, as the Pazak says, he can lick Ras Lekech Yisrael. Prepare yourself. Before you greet your God. So this is the pastor tells us, go to the bathroom before you go daven. And if you need to go to the bathroom, if you need to go to the bathroom, you can't daven like this. What it means, it says, What does it mean, guard your feet when you go to the house of Hashem? So we're going to dash on this pastor. Guard yourself, shuloi techta, that you shouldn't come to sin. Vim techta, have a korban, lefana, and if you do sin, bring a korban before me. The korban l'shmoya, and we're close to listening. What does this mean now? So, we start with the pasuk, shmor aglecha, then we have a drasha of, which needs clarification. What does the drasha mean? Amar rava, have a korban l'shmoya, divrechacham. What does it mean? The pasuk says, that this person listens to the words of Chachamim. Shem Chaitim, that if he does a Veira, Mivin Karban, he brings a Karban. Vaisim Shuvah, and he do Shuvah. Mata Saksilim. Zevach, the, 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 the gift of the fools is a Karban. Altik Exilim, don't be like a fool. Don't be like Exilim. She Chaitim, Mivin Karban. They, they are chayte, and they bring a carbon, and they don't do tshuva. Because they didn't know how to do evil. So, if you're confused with what Gemara just said, then it means you're understanding what's going on. If you're not confused, then let's take a step back. Confuse you first, then let's clarify. Okay. What does this mean that the fools are bringing a carbon? That's a bad thing? To bring a carbon? No. It's not a bad thing to bring carbon. 
What we're saying is, they don't know how to do evil. So, wait a minute. If they don't know how to do evil, what's wrong with that also? So, we're going to say here is that they bring a carbon. But they don't understand, is this a carbon taida? Is this a carbon chatas? Is this a carbon adava? So, they're doing the actions of bringing a carbon, but they don't even realize, what should happen is, first you do tshuva, then you bring the carbon. But they're bringing the carbon, not even knowing to do tshuva or not to do tshuva. And that's where we're saying, So Yehachit Sadikim they do. So Gemara says, if they're not doing evil, they're Sadikim. Why are you calling them Rishoyim? Or Ra? Ela alti keksilum shechaitim levim carbon ve'inim yoidim im alatayva heim levim oyal hara heim levim. But don't be like these fools, like we just explained, that they're chaita. And then what do they do? Then they bring a carbon. Okay, then they bring a carbon. But they don't know why they're bringing the carbon. For something good, something not good. Because they don't even know what's good or not good. They don't know what they were wrong even. They don't know between good and bad and they're bringing a carbon. Before you come to daven before me. Now, just, just to understand the juxtaposition of the Gemara over here, what are we just talking about just now? Bring a carbon. Okay? Tfilo, as we'll see later on in the Gemara, is instead of carbonus. So just like when you bring a carbon, you have to know why you're bringing this carbon. You have to know, you have to know what you're bringing a carbon for. Are you bringing a carbon to Dava? Are you bringing a gift to Hashem? Or is a person bringing a karma chatas? Is he bringing a, a sin offering? So too, when you're coming to daven to Hashem, you have to be clean and prepare yourself and make sure you know what you're doing there as well. Tanrobana. Okay. Now we're going to discuss a Gemara that does not apply for the most part, 99% of the time in our generation, about taking off your tefillin before you go to the bathroom. Going into the bathroom with your tefillin, going into the bathroom with the tefillin to urinate, is that permissible? And leaving your tefillin in the proper place. Now, of course, in this generation, we have plumbing and we have ample space and places to take off the tefillin. Those days also, they wore tefillin the whole entire day. So that's where things get a little tricky. And there, there, there are two, two different things. Not only did that, some, some of the discussions we're going to have here is not only was it not an outhouse, it was just out. Okay? There wasn't even necessarily a secluded room. It was somewhere out in the field, which was a designated spot or the spot that they designated for going to the bathroom. Okay? Whether they dug a hole or didn't dig a hole in the ground. Okay. The question is like this. Turn around. Hanich was the basic A person knows the basic say. He takes out the tefillin at a distance of four amas. And he goes into the bathroom. So a person is wearing his tefillin. He has to go to the bathroom. He takes off his tefillin at a distance away from the bathroom. Dalar amas, and he goes in. That's only talking about a bathroom, which is a is a place which is set to be used as a bathroom. But a temporary bathroom, which is not for defecating for, for excrement, just for urinating, then 
takes off his tefillin, v'nifne la'alter, and he goes to the bathroom right away. say when he leaves the bathroom, marichik dalad amos menichin b'pneisha asoi beisakisa kavua. Then, when he wants to put his tefillin back on, he should make sure he travels a distance of four amos, which is a few feet away. Then he puts the tefillin back on because now that he was nifne, he used that place to. He's now it's called kavua. Kavua means it's a set bathroom. What makes a bathroom a set place to be a bathroom? One time you use it to be nifne. Nifne means that you sat down and relieved the excrement from your body. That's called a base of kise kavua, a set place. As opposed to urinating, does not give the the status of base of kise kavua. Ibayilu, they have a question like this: Is a person allowed to go into a base of kise kavua? This place is designated as a bathroom, but he just needs to urinate. He's not going to sit down. So machloikas over here. Ravina Shari, Ravina says it's not a problem. You're allowed to. You can wear your tefillin in to the base of kisei. Of course, don't try today. We don't do that. Uh, Ravina says it's fine. Rav Masna Osir. Rav Adamas says, no, you're not allowed to do so. Also, Shailu Rava, they went to ask Rava. Amrlu Osir. Rava says Osir. Why is it Osir? Chayshin and Shem Yifne. We're concerned the person might relieve himself with excrement have a bowel movement while he's, he starts to urinate. He needs to have a bowel movement. Another reason some say that the concern is he might pass gas. So a person who is urinating also might pass gas, and that's why it's a problem. So and then we learn another Raisa that a person who needs to take off his tefillin to go to the bathroom, he should put it at a distance of four amos, put it by the window near the Shusarab. Binichlis to go in, when he comes back out, he puts him on at a distance of four amos. Okay, so we have the case. A person needs to go into the bathroom, he he takes him off at a distance of four amos, puts him on by the window near the public area, and then he puts him back on. At, at a distance of four hours when he comes out. Basil says, no, hold your fill in your hands and go to the bathroom with him. Rebekiva says, you should put the fill in your clothing, wrap the fill in your garment, and then go to the bathroom. You, you, you want to say, Rebekiva, that you should wrap the clothing in the fill in your clothing and go to the bath, bathroom? It might slip and fall. Rather, what he meant, meant, meant was hold him in your hand, wrapped it in the cloth, cloth, and you're holding your film like that as well. But they're wrapped up. You go in, and you place him into the holes, into the wall, and the hole in the wall, you put your film there. You shouldn't put your tefillin near a place where it's a public area. What's wrong with putting uh, your tefillin near the, the public, like Rishus Rabin, part of the road? What's wrong with that? Because you might come to a chshad. What's a chshad? Chshad is they might come to suspect the person of doing something wrong. Now, what, what did he do wrong? Is a Maisa, a story, Maisa Shoya Kachaya, true story, 
that a Talmud needed to go to the bathroom. He took off his tefillin and he put them in the hole in the wall near the public area and uh, a prostitute walked by. And she took them. And she came to the base of Medrash. She says, he says, that fellow, he, he, uh, paid me for, for my work to be with him, with the tefillin. So, number one, he did the wrong thing of being with him, the moral lady. Number two, look what he, look what the payment was, with tefillin. When this, when this bacher, when this person hears this, when they're not a bacher, the person in the base of he hears this. Came to Shammah, he said, Talmud Kach, he went to the roof and he fell and he died. So, there are two ways of understanding this. One is, he was so horrifically embarrassed, he, he jumped. That's what it sounds like. He fell and died. The Shaman Siyom Ba'alacha learned, you can't kill yourself. So, it's because he was so, in his mind, he was so embarrassed, he was walking back and forth, it's like he slipped. He didn't, he was so distraught, he didn't realize what was going on, and he, he, then he fell. Okay. Baisa Shah Skina, at that moment they, they decreed, they, they made a, a takana, you should hold the film when you take them off, to go to the bathroom, put them in your garment, in your hand. And originally they put the tefillin in the hole of the, the basic kisi, of the bathroom. And the mice would come and take them. Then they established they should put them by the windows near the Rishusarab, near the public area. Then the Avidrachim came, like we just had the story, and the Avidrachim took them. Then they established that you should hold them and then go into the bathroom with them in the, in the clothing. The halacha is you wrap up the tefillin like a sefer, holding your right hand and connect near your heart, opposite your heart. You have to make sure that when you wrap up the tefillin, that the strap, the, the ritsua, is not protruding, not sticking out. And and that would also be a problem that to go into the bathroom, the strap, the ritzuas have kedusha. Now it's a, this kedai, it's appropriate to point out that people when they put on the tefillin or people when they take off the tefillin, unfortunately they they drop the ritzuas on the ground. And the same way, if a safer is on the ground, you have to pick it up and kiss it. The same thing here as well. You can't put your ritzuas on the ground. It's it's mamish of Allah. Okay. When did we say that you put the, the tefillin, you wrap it up? Uh, that's when, when you go to the bathroom, when you come out of the bathroom, there's still time in the day to put them back on. Because you don't wear tefillin by night. So there's, there's still time in the day to wear them. But if you don't have time in the day to wear them, you make like a bag for them, uh, and you put them in the bag. By day, you wrap them up like a safer Torah. You put them in your hand. 
opposite your heart. Kiss in the night, you make them like a kiss, like a like a pocket. Tefach when and then you put them down. That's only if it's shulkilion. That's only you're talking about when should you make a tefach. That's if the kli, the bag you put him is its bag. But if it's not its specific bag, then you don't even need a tefach. What's this tefach business talking about? So if you remember, we had a gemara that the kahane were jumping over the aroinos of of the mesim to go see the kings. Ah, so if you have a tefach between the mace and the top of the kever, so then the tumor, the impurity, is not going to go out. So here also, if you have a tefach, a space between the tefillin and the end of the bag, so if it's the bag for the tefillin, so the tefillin bag is like bottled to the tefillin, then you need to have a space of a tefach. But if it's not the tefillin bag itself, that's designated for the tefillin, then you don't need a tefach. Now, I promised you, an exciting piece, three lines of the Gemara here, that's connecting to Hanukkah, in my opinion. Okay? So now we have it coming up. Omar Mar Zutro, Teda, you should know, Shaharei Pachim Kitanim. That's also this expiration, what I say, with Yaakov Avinu. So this is our third, we have three Muslim here. We have, in, we had Pachim in the Mishburush here, we have Pachim Kitanim here, in Chav Gimel, Ahmed Aleph, in Brachas, three lines in the bottom, and also this Parsha is Muslim to Chanukah. So Pachim Kitanim, small jugs, Metzilin Bo'ayel HaMei, so you can say then that the inside of the Pachim Kitanim will not become Tamei. When we go behind Rabbi Yochanan, and Rabbi Yochanan had to go to the bathroom, and he was holding a, in a Gadita Sefer, he would give it to us to hold, because this way he'd go into the bathroom, and we would stay out. So the point is not to bring the Sefer into the bathroom. When he when it was wearing tefillin, he wouldn't give the tefillin to us, like we're discussing over here, that you could wrap them up and put them in the bag, um, or, 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 or wrap them up as well, if there's time to put them on afterwards. Since the, the Rabbanon says mutter, the natron, so the tefillin, Yishmerini, says Rashi, Akan achnisam imi Vishmaruni. So he says, I'm going to bring the tefillin in with me, and the tefillin will protect me. The tefillin will protect me. I just finish over here. Next few lines. The Rav Nachman, similar case. Rav says, when we were going behind Rav Nachman, when he was holding the safe of Agarita, he would give it give it to us to hold. When he was wearing tefillin, he didn't give it to us. Since Rabbanan said it's permissible, so then the natron is going to protect us. Okay, Rabbi Yisai. Um, we will, just, just like once again with the Rashi over here, So by this jug, uh, it to say, even, if, even though it didn't have an oil, um, uh, tefach, it still was a chatzitza by the pachim tanim, and the, the inside of the pachim did not become tummy.